You are listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 22. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. My name is Wayne Denner. Good to have you with me here today. If you're just joining and tuning in for the first time, and this is your first episode of the show, welcome, welcome. Let me give you a quick rundown on how things work around here. Each show, we bring you valuable podcast banter on business and career. Each show features guests who share their insights and experience with you, the listener. Whether you're interested in starting a business, maybe you have a business, or you're looking to get started in a particular career path, this show is for you and will have something which will help you along on your way. Don't forget if you've got any topics you would like me to cover on the show, please do get in touch by dropping me an email to zero lives left podcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet to at zero lives left. As always, if you're listening to this show on iTunes, please do rate and review the podcast. We do love the odd review. If you're listening over on Stitcher, reviews are also very welcome over there as well. With all of our episodes, they are packed full of useful information. So you're going to want to grab yourself a pen and a piece of paper. We're chatting to Emma Gribben of digitalbyemma.com. This is a social media for retail business podcast, which is packed full of useful information. So if you are a small business and you're selling online, or maybe you work for a retailer who is looking to sell online, we've got some great information for you in this podcast. Emma helps businesses get real results from their digital marketing. All right, let's not waste any more time and get right in to episode 22 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. With 91% of retail brands using two or more social media channels, social media platforms remain an important link to building a relationship with customers in a connected world which we all live in. Social media helps retailers amplify their message with the ability to join real live conversations. On this show, as our listeners will know, we focus on different aspects of social media and how they can be used for business and for career. Joining me on episode 22 is Emma Gribben, a global digital marketing manager with experience in the UK, Ireland and Dubai. Emma helps businesses gain some impressive returns on digital marketing, which include 5 million social media impressions for the Icons Festival, growth in website visitors by 200% globally, and a social media campaign with over 10,000 interactions, which raised over 80,000. Emma, thanks for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. All right, let's get straight into this because I really want to talk a little bit more. We were talking a little bit off air there about some of the things that you've been up to. Um, Give us a little bit more insight to your background and how you got started in digital marketing. My passion for digital marketing really started whenever I was working with NIE Energy, who then rebranded to PowerNI. And we were going through a really important process there. We were changing the company's name and brand identity and presence. And we're looking at a lot of marketing channels and I was doing a lot of research 
and it was there that everybody was talking about digital, about online marketing, about the opportunities to target consumers with relevant and meaningful messages. Um, and I just thought, this is definitely the future. This is something that I need to really immerse myself in. And then I did some research in terms of getting the skills that I needed. And I did the digital media communication course at the University of Ulster then in 2011. So that really gave me the basic understanding that I needed to move into a digital space. And um, I really enjoyed the course. It didn't feel like work or studying at all. It was really enjoyable, practical exercises. Um, and it wasn't just the whole focus on theory. It meant that we could take the skills out of the classroom and apply them to our businesses and to different campaigns that we were working on. So it was from there that I decided that I wanted to work within digital full time. Now, you mentioned the word relevant. Very, very important in our space. Um, you got to remain relevant. you got to remain you know, current, up to date in relation to all the social media platforms that are out there that exist. Many retailers, and particularly we're going to focus on this episode today on the retailers of, of Northern Ireland and indeed around the world are on board with social media. I mean, it's, it's not that hard now to find a business that's not on social media. What are some of the key trends that you're seeing in this space for retailers in particular? Uh, retailers, uh, the whole market really has become a lot more competitive. We have seen some retailers gain phenomenal successes from using social media and I think the thing to keep in mind is that you can gain a lot of traction very quickly if you use it in the right way. Um, the thing to keep in mind is that people use social media to socialise, to communicate with friends and family. I think in a research study um, done, it was shared by Smart Insights, is where I picked it up, it looked at why people use social media. And in fact, one of the key drivers of that use is for competitions and to win things. So people are very lighthearted in their approach and nobody goes onto a social media channel and say, OK, brand, come at me, sell at me, give me your messaging. But it's important for brands to understand that they can communicate in a relevant and meaningful way. So it's taking your brand or your product or your service and thinking, how is this relevant to the consumer? How is this relevant when they're going on and looking up events to go to at the weekend or somewhere to stay, somewhere to go for a holiday, talk to their friends and family? How can you wrap up your message in a way that's meaningful for them and that they get some value from? And there are so many tools such as Periscope, Facebook Live, Snapchat. Um, we can use videos through YouTube, Instagram. You can use Facebook, Twitter to really take the key elements of that channel, use them to your benefit and create something that's engaging and meaningful where people get a benefit from at the end of the day. Unfortunately, we do see too often brands just taking their sales message out of a brochure or a leaflet and putting that in social media and then saying, oh, we didn't actually get any interaction. Well, that's not really surprising because you're not giving people a reason to engage with you whenever you're doing that kind of thing. So there's another really, really important word, meaningful, and that kind of leads us nicely into the next question. I mean, social media is very much of a two-way conversation. Obviously, we're having a two-way conversation here, so brands need to have that ability and those businesses in the retail sector, and in every sector, in fact, is using social media to be able to have a two-way conversation with their customers. Um, it's got to be relevant, of course. They can't be selling to them all the time, but it's got to be, got to be meaningful. A lot of businesses forget this. And I, I wonder, like it's all one way, they're broadcasting all the time. What's your take on the two-way conversations? I think it's vital because if you've got a really great social media following, you've got your own community of people that you can engage with. You can ask them for their opinion. So if you're thinking of creating a new range or a new brand or stocking a new product, here's your massive research market. You're not having to pay to set up 
focus groups and do online service, simply use your social media to ask for feedback and for opinions. What do you think of this idea? Is this something you'd like to see? Is there anything we can improve on? How did you find your experience? And people will tell you straight off. If you ask them a question, they will give you that feedback. And more and more we're seeing through social media opportunities to do that, such as the review feature on Facebook. Um, and of course, companies are working hard to try and improve their reviews online to get their five stars and whatnot. But I would definitely say the greatest successes are achieved by having a collaborative and engaging approach to social media, whereby you're willing to hear feedback, be that good and bad. Um, I've worked with a number of companies recently who have been a little bit cautious about stepping up their social media activity in case people say something bad. Well, it's a matter of hearing what they're saying or being ignorant to it because if there's something bad to say, they're going to say it. So you may as well hear it and take action and improve it and therefore improve your business and make those changes to make your business more effective, more efficient, more productive, whatever it might be. So um, I think whenever you go into it, if you have that approach where you're, you're going to brace yourself and be willing to hear what people have to say and use that for continual improvement, then that's how you're going to get the best out of your social media use um, and have that positive approach towards, towards it. So there's another great word which um, we're all familiar with uh, in the digital marketing space is engagement. And many businesses struggle with the whole engagement aspect of it. They find it difficult to engage in that two-way conversation. They do find that difficult, don't they? Because suddenly, yeah. it's, it's, if we go back, if we remove social media and digital marketing, we rewind 15 years ago mm-hmm. to newspapers and radio and, and TV, where it was very much all one way, where the message was going out. And as the receiver of the message, you couldn't really interact or respond to that. Yeah. Now, social media has opened up all these different ch- channels and, and communication yeah. uh, avenues. That's so true. Um, Social media really breaks down a lot of boundaries between a brand and its consumers or followers. Um, As you said, it's no longer the case where you put out a TV ad or a message and then go, there we go, great, lovely, everybody clap, we sit back. If you put a uh, video on YouTube, people have the opportunity to like, to dislike, to comment and interact and give their opinion. And it's definitely something that brands should embrace and don't be afraid of it because people give you their feedback it's important to them they've taken the time to do it and it can deliver fantastic insights for you to continually improve whenever you're looking at engagement um, I think definitely having the confidence within the channels that you're using and I would always say why don't you start with your key channel say if, for instance if that is Facebook there's 31 million uh, Facebook users in the UK so that's the biggest social media channel at the moment so you can reach a massive audience if you do use Facebook for your business or for your brand. So if you start on that channel and get really familiar with it and use it properly and get your confidence really going in that area, I think if you try to dilute your messaging across too many channels and you're not really giving it enough attention, it's not going to get you the best results. So focus on one, try and do what you can there and then whenever you feel ready, maybe then move on to likes of Instagram or Snapchat or creating videos for your brand. And of course, when it comes to engagement, we all know the importance of videos, especially when we're looking at Facebook as a channel and the age rank, the logarithm that's in place and the visibility that you get through videos. And of course, they give you a chance to show such a wide range of messages about your brand that you simply can't do in an image. And it's a chance to really take control of that message that you want to communicate out there and be the master of your own followers and 
say what you want to say in a really meaningful way. So you're touching on video. In 2016, obviously, video is going to be the huge the huge thing. Um, a lot more businesses and brands are going to need to do that. Um, what sort of things do retailers need to be thinking about when it comes to social media? Video obviously being the, the obvious one yeah. that we've just touched on. Um, what other things? Uh, video is very important. Um, I've been saying to a couple of the brands I'm working with recently, if you can take your message and put it in video format, opposed to doing it in an image, then do so. Quite simply because you'll get more exposure through the likes of Facebook by doing that. Um, the other things are trying to stay on top of developments in your industry. Um, whenever you're thinking about your social media profile, I know that a lot of people have some worries about what will I actually put up there, what's interesting and what's relevant. And if you just step back from your business and think, well, what, what's included in my business? What will people want to know about? They want to know about your products and your services. They want to know about the people that make your business special. They'll want to know about your own customers, other people who use your services, what they've thought of it, innovations in the market, what are some of the key trends, what are some key stories that you can expect to hear. So whenever you start to collate all of that, you've got a lot of content that you can be using and talking about in a meaningful way. So never be afraid that you won't have enough to talk about in social media. And equally, don't be afraid of over-posting or polluting people too much because unfortunately, not everybody who follows you on social media sees all of your posts. So don't be afraid to post often and make sure that your message is focused and people get some kind of value from what you're posting. Um, and the key really comes down to making sure that your content is informative, inspirational and entertaining and people come away with um, some kind of positive benefit as a result of interacting with you and your social media channels. Yeah, because people are going online to consume content. They want to be entertained. Yeah. Um, they're spending increasingly more and more amounts of time online on Twitter or on, on Facebook and other social media platforms so your content really has got to be good it's got to be able to you know it's got to resonate with your audience and it's got to stand out from the crowd really because social media is very noisy yeah it is indeed and quite ironically I think some of the things that are performing the best in social media tend to be the videos of the babies and the cats and the dogs and yeah. the funny things that really haven't got much meaning but they're funny and that's what people like they want to be entertained so I'm not advocating that people should go and load up their social media feeds with videos of cats falling off walls or whatever it might be or um, babies doing funny things and twins talking to each other because I have to say I'm a sucker I do fall for that but as a brand you want to make sure that you're being entertaining and there's a message behind that as well and also if you're thinking of your user um, there's something like 83% of um, mobile or 83% of social accounts are active are used through mobile devices so that's the greatest percentage of people who are on social media are doing so from their mobile so make sure that whatever you're serving up in terms of your content people can click through and take action straight away my dog features regularly on snapchat <laughs> i must admit um i like to do uh, a variety of different content on snapchat and as a result of that my dog uh, sam the cocker spaniel is a regular he has a regular cameo on my snapchat uh, stories maybe he'll warrant his own snapchat channel someday it could yeah. happen it could happen yet and i think you know the thing about that is it does add a different dimension to your personality and what, how you're using it because the thing about that is and you make the point very very well not everybody's going to see your content yeah. so it is okay to repost and you know try to recirculate some stuff you don't need to be starting from scratch That's all the time it. but i think you have to add personality to it you do indeed and you don't always have to create 100 percent of your own content i mean if you have um your own social community of people that are 
creating posts about your brand or um, creating images and saying things about you online, then you can repurpose that and use it over and over again. Um, we see that quite a lot actually in the food industry, especially when it comes to healthy foods, whereby Linwood's Health Foods that I worked with previously, um, they have massive followings in terms of fitness bloggers and food bloggers who are real advocates for the brand. They absolutely love the products. Um, and we can see why, because they are absolutely fantastic products, but they use that in all of their cooking and all of their meals. And you could have a community of 100,000 people who are posting on a daily basis about the brand. So therefore, Linwoods have got this fantastic content creation tool there where they can repurpose that and give people ideas, and they're not necessarily having to go and create all of that content themselves. So as a brand, as an organization, if you can give others a reason to create good content about your brand, that makes your job a lot easier in terms of um, social media management. I use a great little tool for Twitter called Missing Letter, um, which is a great little, it sort of reposts the tweets, actually the blog posts, in fact. So you connect it with your blog, and then what it does is it re-circulates a particular blog for up to a year, which is great because, you know, there's some stuff that people haven't read from me on Twitter because Twitter moves that quick. Yeah. And it's good to have that content recirculating through Twitter on a regular basis so that people who maybe missed it before or have just followed me get the opportunity to see that piece of content. That's true and the content in social media and online it moves so fast. Whenever you come back to your Twitter feed you feel like you've been away for an eternity and it could be just a couple of hours um, and that's really just down to the amount of content that is out there for people to access. So don't be afraid to repurpose your content, to frame things in a different way, um, to take your key messages and put a different spin onto it. Um, that is probably one of the most, I suppose, dominating factors when people are considering their social media. Well, how do we get the right resource? Do we have to employ somebody to do this full time? Are we gonna pay somebody to sit on Facebook and Twitter and post about us all day? But sort of think about the synergies that you already have, some of the content that you've access to, and consider how you can use that online and wrap it up for different messages, but still being engaging and useful and informational. That's good. That leads on nicely to the next question. We're talking about tactics. I mean, what sort of tactics could small retailers deploy? These small sort of businesses that maybe don't have a dedicated resource in-house that are really struggling to kind of manage this massive thing that is social media and all the different channels and platforms that are coming out all the time. You know, what sort of tactics could a small sort of retail business deploy which would help them with their social media? I would start off by saying plan, plan, plan. Know what you want to do before you put your toe in the water. So if that means researching your competitors and researching your market to see what other people are doing out there, you'll see the good, the bad and the ugly. So you can take the fantastic examples and then consider how you can make that relevant for your brand. Then secondly, take a look at the social media channels that are available to you. So maybe Pinterest would be a great channel if you're very um, creative and arts-led, if you've got a fantastic visual presence. Um, you've got Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You're not short of options, but make sure you choose the channel that's gonna get you the best return investment. And whenever we're looking at return investment, you're really looking at the likes of awareness, um, and making sure that you're getting your brand in front of your audience. Um, whenever we're looking at ROI from digital marketing, social media is not gonna be up there in terms of your key lead generation channel and getting people to your website to complete that purchase because it is helping you at the start of the process when people are looking online, they're doing their research to find out what brand do I want, what kind of product do I want, what kind of service do I want. So keep that in mind, how people are actually using social media and um, 
bring that into your communications to them. But then, additionally, it's important to consider your page and your presence. So make sure you're really well optimized, that your online channels represent who you are and what you do as an organization. And fill in all your details, make sure you're visually optimized, and make it really, really easy for people to interact with you. So if you've got a product and you want to tell people about it, make sure your key points are there. Um, there's some research done recently that looks at the amount of consideration time people give social media channels. So if you're scrolling through your newsfeed, there's an average three seconds of a dwell time for somebody to consider whether they're going to interact with your post or not. So if you've got a paragraph of information with nothing really standing out, you can just be assured they're going to scroll on. Whereas if you've got some really great images, some hard-hitting facts, and you're formatting your content properly, they're more than likely going to stop and have a little look and see if it's relevant to them. So it's really about using common sense, about putting yourself into the shoes of your consumer and thinking, well, what would be relevant to me and how do I lay that out that gets their attention and makes them want to stop? But obviously starting with the plan, 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 that's really, really important. And many people, I think, you know, in my experience, actually start off with the tactics and don't actually plan. They get right into rolling up their sleeve and running Facebook ads and on Twitter and setting up all these social media accounts and they have no idea about what they need to do. That's um, true, yeah. You know, who their audience is going to be on that platform. And, this, and I think you make a great point about the ROI. And people always ask the question, I mean, what's the ROI of this? And really for me, when I look at ROI, I tend to look at it as, you know, likes could be an ROI. The number of traction that a particular post got could be ROI for me because that's all awareness building. And, you know, that's effectively a return on investment. So I spend $50 or £50 on that Facebook ad and I get this back. Then for me, that's ROI. It might not have converted into a sale just yet, but it's going to contribute to the sale further down the line. That's that's exactly it. It's knowing what you want out of your activity because it's really beautiful that you can see all of your results and it's very transparent. So what you're doing in terms of your digital marketing you have the reports for but it's important to realize what are the metrics that drive your business what's important to you so it could well be page likes if you're trying to build up a new business and you're trying to get traction it could be reach it could be engagement um, it could be feedback it could be messages through to your inbox so think about what's important to you and also the other important thing to consider here is persistence because we, we've done it ourselves. We've taken a real spurt of activity and gone mad and posted every picture on our camera roll on our Instagram channel and then maybe not go back to it for a few weeks and then you've got all these comments and likes and so on. Um, so yes, definitely brilliant to get enthusiastic and get started with a campaign, but make it a part of your daily routine that you're checking in and looking at your insights and looking at all the recent activity. Um, and it's always really useful to have a plan before you start so to say for the month ahead, this is what I'm going to talk about. Here are the topics that we're going to cover. Here are the posts and this is whenever they're going to go out. So you've always got some continual um, content up there and you're not thinking, oh, nothing's gone up for a week and I don't have time to do it. Because if you work in retail, you're going to be doing a million other things. You're going to be dealing with real people coming through the door, putting out stock, taking orders, looking after your premises and social media isn't going to be number one on your list but it can be very beneficial to you. So I would always advise maybe on a Thursday or Friday night, if you've a few hours free with a glass of wine, get out your spreadsheet, start to work up your topics and your posts and use tools such as Hootsuite or TweetDeck, whatever it might be, to pre-schedule your content so that for the month ahead you've something up there 
and you could be tracking it every day and going in and checking as you go along, but you know that you're continually improving your activity. Yeah, I think you make the point very well in terms of, you know, you've got to stick at it, really, and it's back to, like, business. I mean, you know, I heard a great quote one time, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. <laughs> and, you know, to be honest, I completely agree with that because many people who set out to start businesses give up. I mean, the burnout rate in the first three years is, like, 98% because people think, oh, no, I can't do this, it's just too hard, I need a regular salary and all these sorts of things. But, you know, if you stick at it, you invest the time, and I find social media is a little bit like that, you're not going to build an audience overnight, you're not going to build a community overnight, you've got to stick at it. But you also got to know, what does your audience want from you? And if you can provide the content that they want, it becomes relatively easy to create that content. And I know this from my Facebook page. The audience on my Facebook page is, is only female. So I create content for, for, for female audience. Yep. I don't worry about the guys because they're not on my Facebook page looking for e-safety information. Yes, it's true. normally the mums in the house that yeah. have an interest in that end of things. So I make sure that whatever content I'm creating, it's very orientated towards mums. Mm -hmm. And it's about, you know, little short, snappy, bite-sized bits of information. And that goes down really well. I look at the Facebook Insights then and I can see that the audience was female between the following age profiles. That's exactly And when I run it. my Facebook ads then, I target those people. <laughs> yeah. You have that information sitting there and I think, you know, it's important to check in once a week to your insights and see what's happening. And is your profile of followers still the same or have you gained more males across or, you know, along the way or what's been happening there and just tap in and understand who are the people that are following you online and therefore what do they want to see. So what's going to be relevant to maybe 16 to 18 year old females would be very different than what's relevant to 35 to 45 year old females who are maybe mothers and housewives and so on. So it's just all about understanding your audience and creating the right kind of content to engage with them. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, so really, you know, moving on to, uh, yeah, I had a look through your LinkedIn profile recently <laughs> and uh, I was kind of having a look at different things that you've been up to and some great stuff. Um, I loved this quote that you had on your LinkedIn profile. I enjoy working with real people. It's a bit like me to implement real digital marketing strategies to achieve real business goals. And I think the word real there, it's not overused. It's actually very, very important <laughs> because it is real people to implement real digital marketing strategies to achieve real business goals because that's the bottom line as a business what do you want to get out of this what is your business goal give us a little bit more insight to your take on this and why this is so important um, I guess the reason why I put that up there was because I have found that the campaigns that have worked best have come from the people who have been most passionate about the campaign and the objective and also if you have a really good understanding of what you can or cannot achieve from digital marketing and indeed social media, well then you're going to go a lot further. Unfortunately people do have unrealistic expectations and they think okay, um, we're going to work with Emma or indeed any other uh, digital marketing advisor on their social media and overnight we're going to have 10,000 new likes because she knows what she's doing and waves her magic wand and creates all these followers and so on. And the pixie dust. <laughs> yeah, I've ran out of that. I need to get some more of that online <laughs> actually. But um, no, that is unfortunately sometimes the perception that people have and what they don't realise is that Overnight, you're not going to get 10,000 new likes unless you have a really fantastic, wide-reaching viral campaign. But generally, for the most part, it's going to take a lot of in-depth understanding. And the real people who understand their audiences, who understand their business, who understand what their benefits are, understand their weak points, and are willing to embrace all of that and work with me and be honest and be open um, and willing to try new things, well, that's where you get the best results. Because if you're working on something that's real, 
where you've really explored it inside and out, then you understand what you're going to achieve. You're willing to try new things and uh, and give it a go, and that's generally where I see the greatest results. Parking the um, the retail end of things for a couple of moments. Um, any other businesses who are just starting out, there's a lot of businesses now obviously getting on social media, um, businesses maybe who are very traditional-led and their marketing approaches would have always advertised in the yellow pages or in the local newspaper, are now saying, you know what, there must be something going on with this social media and we need to be on it. What sort of things should they be thinking about? What would you be your sort of two key bits of advice that you would give somebody today considering setting up and getting on on social media? The first thing would be to go for it, to get online, to get your plan ready in place and go for it and just embrace it and make it happen and the second thing to keep in mind is that you don't have to do it all yourself and what we were saying you can use content that other people have created about you but also there's some we're really lucky there are some social media mavens and some profiles out there that have fantastic following and they're willing to work with other brands and businesses to give you exposure as well and we see that within the fashion industry with the likes of Lisa's Lust List and that was started by um, a girl from the Republic of Ireland and she was spotted at Best Dress Competition at one of the ladies' day, the races and um, established herself from there basically as a bit of a fashionista and now she is working with a number of fashion retailers throughout Ireland and the UK to showcase their items and to showcase their stuff and basically she's just built this online profile so others can benefit from tapping into her and quite often you're seeing the messages of we've just featured a product in Lisa's Lost List, give us a few days to get back to you because it's absolutely mental. So if you're starting out, do your research to identify who's doing really well in the market and who could we potentially work with to give us a bit of a foot up, to give us an in through the door and tap into that market and have some of that following come across to your channel. So you don't necessarily have to start exactly from scratch. Try and do some outreach and see who you can work with to help you achieve your goals. Now, we have a a spin on this podcast as well where we talk about careers and helping those people get started on the career path that they really, really want to get into. And this is something we talk about a lot. And I always like to finish up any of our podcast interviews and ask the person who's a guest on the show, what advice would you give somebody trying to get a career going in digital marketing? If somebody is maybe listening to this podcast today who's a student at university, going to be graduating over the next couple of months and wants to get into the digital marketing space. It'd be important to make sure you've got lots of experience under your belt. And that might be setting up your own blog or your own social media profile, um, becoming a YouTube videographer, having your own Instagram channel or 10,000 followers on Snapchat, whatever that might be to you. But going out there and doing it because having relevant experience is important. I think it's quite unique within the digital marketing industry that people don't really refer to qualifications and test scores and whatnot. They talk about the campaigns that you've done, they talk about the work that you've completed recently Um, and it's all very transparent. You can go on and see how many likes, shares and engagements and whatnot are existent on a page. So make sure you've got some relevant experience and do your research because every single day I must have about 100 emails that come through to my inbox with the latest news from social media, from SEO, PPC, email marketing. It's moving at such a phenomenal rate that you do need to be constantly reading and keeping on top of it. So if you're doing those two things, getting practical examples and getting some practical experience and doing your research and keeping on top of some of the key trends, then you're definitely going to be ahead.
Okay, tell me, to wrap it up, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, what's the website address? What's the Twitter handle? I know you have a TV debut coming up very, very soon. <laughs> uh, we'll throw that in there as well. Uh, you're going to be on our TV screen shortly. Yeah. But let's, let's, let's give people the lowdown on how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, um, if you would like to see how I can help you with some element of your digital marketing, you can get in touch um, via my website, which is www.digitalbyemma.com. Com. I'm also on LinkedIn quite commonly, and you'll find me under Emma Gribben, or I'm on Twitter, um, at Emma underscore Gribben. And um, I thought you weren't going to mention the TV appearance. I didn't get away without that one. But um, yeah, I'm very honoured to be presenting Armagh County Matters on Irish TV from later on this month, later on in April. Um, I'll be in the TV screens covering some of the hottest events that are happening within County Armagh. So that's another great adventure, and uh, you never know who we might meet along the line. And uh, yeah, very looking forward to seeing what happens from there. Brilliant, Emma. Thanks for your time today and joining me on the show. It's been it's been great. There's been a lot of real good information there and value. I know that the listeners are going to get a lot out of this. So thank you very much, and hopefully in the near future we'll get you back on. Fantastic. Thank you for having me, Win. There you have it, my friends. Didn't I tell you at the top of the episode? You're going to want to grab yourself a pen and a piece of paper. Lots of great takeaways in episode 22. If you're a retail business and you are using social media, it is important to make sure that your content is meaningful, is valuable, and is also relevant. If it's valuable, if it's meaningful, and if it's relevant, then your engagement rates are going to be higher. So if you are targeting a specific audience with relevant content on social media, your engagement rates are always going to be higher. So remember, people are using social media to socialize. They're not using it to be sold to. But if you are providing valuable and relevant content, then they're going to want to engage with your content a lot more. So remember to sit down and plan, plan, plan what it is you're going to do on social media. Know what your customers want. So lots of great, useful information in this episode from Emma Gribben. Do stop by her website at digitalbyemma.com. If you've got something you would like me to cover on the show, please do drop me an email to zerolivesleftpodcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet to at zerolivesleft. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, please do hit the subscribe button. That ensures that when we release the next episode of the show, you get that notification on your smartphone. We're going to be coming back very soon with episode 23 of the podcast. So stick around. I'll talk to you very soon on another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from WayneDenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.